As we know, the Australian Open's on. Very exciting time. Getting down to the very pointy end of it all. It's all terribly exciting. Uh, we've 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 gone reached far and wide for people uh, to talk tennis with us. Hopefully, gone off the beaten track a bit because I mean you hear the same old voices over yeah. and over again in the other media. So we we, we try to uh, branch ourselves out. Uh, and tonight we have uh, got a very a very special guest. Uh, thanks to Systems Nine Tennis. Uh, he's a coach down there. He comes from the UK, um, and he's down here for the Australian Open. He's been there all day today, and that is Andy Dowsett. And uh, we say good evening to him. G'day, Andy. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah. Great to be on now. Oh, great to chat, mate. That's so, so cool. Um, now, tell us, um, first of all, your experiences with the Australian Open, mate. Uh, do you love coming down here? Yeah, no, this is our second time down here. Um, I've got one of my players playing here in, in what we call the PWII. Um, it's it, you know, it's, it's it's great. You get to you get to walk around the grounds, you get to see some of the players, you get to mingle a little bit. Andy, it's was here, mate. What's your uh, background and uh, background in tennis, and and what are you up to with the System Nine tennis? Wow. Okay, so I've, I've been coaching for way gone past 30 years now um, in the game of tennis obviously over in the UK but I've travelled a lot around the world and it, System 9 literally started with uh, someone um, a lady called Anne Pankhurst who was high up in the LTA the Lawn Tennis Association in England and uh, she worked with the USTA and she literally I, I did a lecture over in America and she said you need to write a book on this and I, I literally wrote this book for four to eight year olds and it, it literally sold really well around the world and it, the rest is literally history you know and now, it, oh sorry mate I've got a seven year old that's uh, taking lessons and hitting the tennis ball quite well is that we, we talk about appropriate ages and and there's a lot of talk about that at the moment about it's uh, we should be waiting a little bit longer, but uh, what's your view on appropriate ages to be really getting stuck into it? Yeah, so what, what I've literally done is um, I've written a program. It's like a 10-year program, and it starts off with a complete beginner, and you start with stage one, you go through to stage nine, hence why we've got system nine. And so it's a 10-year program starting from one to nine, then you learn about how to beat your opponents, you learn about your game, and it takes you, if you start at four years old, to 14. And from then on, you decide, I'm going to be a professional player or not. Um, certainly, with your seven-year-old, it depends what stage there are on my system line. So we could literally fit him in at stage four or stage five, fill in the gaps technically and tactically, and just take them on from there. And Andy, how important is it to um, get these kids at such young ages, how important is it to um, refine their skills from um, an early age? To refine the skills? I mean, you've got to get the basics right. I'm watching the the juniors here at the moment and you can see some of them missing the basics. I I love watching the juniors to see who I think is going to make it on the tour. Um, I'm going to say there's three or four I've got at the moment that I'm watching. Um, and they've literally got everything that they need from, you know, the big serve at 14 years old to, to great solid ground strokes, the movement's there, the mentality's there. And then you've got others that haven't quite made the grade just yet. I'm sure they're still working on it. Well, let's see. Um, you've been doing this such a long time. Was it 30 years, you were saying? So you would have seen, um, particularly in the juniors, some rippers uh, go through the system. 
Um, who's been who, who's been the one that uh, you've loved watching right from the word go? Junior wise, that, yeah. well, that would be um, I, I like to say Jeremy Bates, but Tim Hammond. Tim Edmund, right? Okay. Yeah. What was what was so what was so exciting about watching Tim play? Was it just his, his ground play? I think he was the only one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one around to watch at the time, huh? Oh, fair right. enough. And and you've been at the Australian Open today and uh, throughout the tournament. Um, what, what's different about the Australian Open in your eyes uh, compared to the other three majors? Um, do you know what? I'm gonna, I, I mentioned this to someone today. I think this is one of the better tournaments, certainly for the way that you can just wander around, the, the, the openness of it all, the way you can just sit there and watch, watch the matches on the outside courts. And obviously, I'm, I'm there with Wimbledon. I mean, I go to Wimbledon every single year. And I, I think it's come to Wimbledon quite nicely for the atmosphere and for everything that he does. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty good. That's, uh, that's high endorsement. Um, now, did you, did you manage to watch any of the, the, the big time, I mean, not the big time, but like the, the singles matches uh, today? Uh, we've just uh, got uh, scores through. Medvedev has made his way through to the semi-final, so that, that's a great result. Um, in, the, in the sort of the men's half, is it Novak to lose again, or can you see an upset brewing? I, I, I mean, Medvedev likes to go the, the full five, doesn't he? But I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna beat Alcaraz. So Alcaraz is gonna dominate Medvedev. Novak has got a tough match with Sinner, because obviously Sinner's not got to set yet. But you know, I think Novak's gonna take that. He's got a great analytical team behind him. I know most of those. Um, I think Novak's going to edge that maybe in five sets. And then um, he's got a tough match, you know, with Kalisas at the end. Yeah. So, I, again, it's going to be close. And it could and, go either way. And is, is Novak the best uh, we've seen? I mean, I know his record stands up and probably will be the best uh, we've seen. But in in your opinion, is he is he the greatest tennis player? In my eyes, I believe so. Yeah. Um, you can't fool what he's done in the game, whether you like him or loathe him, a bit like Marmite, <laughs> or you call him Benjamite over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of his, to be honest. Yeah. I, like, I like Novak and I like what he does. Is, is his game a textbook? Uh, Novak is he's very solid. Yeah. I mean, Medvedev, I wouldn't say it's a textbook. Novak's, Novak's got a great game, great movement. And he, even now he'll tell you that he's a bit slow um, on the court compared to what he used to be. But, I mean, he, he's like a gazelle compared to the likes of that. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> and then how, how important was Andy Murray's um, sort of journey as a tennis Hi, player? Hi, Again. <laughs> Happened again. We've lost him. We lost him. I oh, can't call him. It's an international balls. number. Yeah. I'm calling to Richmond of all places. So, <laughs> at the, unfortunately, we've lost Andy. But that was a great insight into uh, his his travels around the world. And uh, well, the Australian Open. He was there.